Good morning, America. Hold on. Oh. I gotta get my seatbelt on. Oh, we started, but we're just waiting for your seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're we're in. We're life on the road. Welcome. We're on the road. Say, no, you gotta say welcome to the Jim Jeffrey Show. Podcast. Welcome to the Jim Jeffrey Show podcast. It's the middle of the day. We're driving through the snow. We're in a minivan going from Manchester yep. to Glasgow. We have 188 miles to go. Uh, if you're familiar with the area, we're just passing the turnoff of the A59. <laughs> Many of you who live come from this area will go, I know the A59 and you'll reminisce right now. I just saw a sign to Blackpool, the shittiest place on earth. Blackpool, don't go there. Um, right, this this podcast on. is sponsored by the Black People Don't Go There Tourism Board. Yeah, that you messed that up. You said black people don't go there. No, black pool. Oh, okay. Black pool. All right, black so, people don't go there. Um, it's been about a week since we podcast. Uh, last it time feels like five minutes. Last <laughs> last time we were podcasting from a private plane. This is a private car, so a similar thing. Well, no, but the reason I bring it up is because, you know, we had mentioned that a lot of people might think. But we're fancy. Yeah, because he took a private plane to fly. But then the next day, we were on yes. Romanian air, which is called... Tehran. Yeah. Te- it's, we're so close to terrorism. <laughs> we were on, we were on we, Tehran. We flew from Stockholm to Tel Aviv on Tehran Airlines, and we went through Bucharest, We Romania. went through Bucharest. Now, I don't want to seem bigoted or racist. I don't. But I'm going to for this particular <laughs> thing. <laughs> If you ever visit Bucharest in Romania, it's, uh, I'm not going to say it's because of the people or whatever, but it smells bad. It's a smelly airport. It's hot. There's people on the floor. So hot. There's people on the floor eating ham, cutting ham up off the floor. Yeah, there was a family. That was like the first thing we saw. Picnic time. (laughs) They had a whole ham and bread and some sort of goulash dish. And then... We walked past that and then into this big hall that it was easily in the 90s in yeah. there. It was so hot. Yes. And everyone's yeah. skin looked like it was easily in the 90s as well. <laughs> and, and there was there was no... There, so we were in a private jet day before. There was absolutely no, like, no uh, fringe benefits to flying here. And we were flying on an airline that's a, a, apparently associated with Delta. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're yeah. sky priority. And the guy with a machine gun basically said go there <laughs> go there join line with everybody else <laughs> we were like all right well it's fair i'm not too fancy i don't have to i don't have to be in a special line and we'll get through yeah. and then i go up to the uh, lounge which you know i i'm I, i'm entitled to the lounge because i fly over 150,000 miles a year with the airline yeah and then the lady's like not today yeah why not because you told him you're like i'm supposed to be in in business class and they're like there's no business class and then she on this goes airline. this is not a business class ticket <laughs> and i go but i flew business class for the first leg you are not in business class and no one explained to me because business class was not an option <laughs> yeah it no was way. just a whole lot of people who have never flown before it was like indiana jones it was like a chicken flying around <laughs> there was a goat in the overhead compartment it yeah was yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, and we it was me you and shandy all in one row we were all in one row, and we had to fly over. And then, farts. And farts. Lots farts are plenty. <laughs> I think it, the plane was powered by farts. I'm if you sure. call the airline farts, <laughs> like the farts got so much that I actually said out loud, whoever's doing that, you're disgusting. <laughs> you're disgusting. <laughs> like I actually did yell it out loud. I, I don't even think yeah, I'm yeah. joking. No, you did. Uh, I was there. 
We were very, very, it was, uh, it got so much to where like farts was just the new normal, the smell. Like it just, it's. It got to the stage where you could assume that they uh, thought that their farts made the area smell better. Yep. And, and it did. Some, some people's farts <laughs> it did. did. I was going to say, it actually smelled better than a lot of the people smelled. There was, uh, remember the guy in line and then the, the, the security? Oh, there was a guy in line who looked like a normal human. Yeah. He looked like he, fine. It didn't look, it wasn't like, there wasn't stink lines around him. There yeah, wasn't he wasn't like, like this guy that was like dressed all like he'd been just living in his basement for a year and finally came out and he looked like a normal guy. No, he looked like a normal guy who had obviously done a shit in his hand and smeared it <laughs> over his body before he went out that day. And then everybody else in the plane did that too. I think it's a Romanian custom. Yeah, they, they, were, they were like... Before you fly. Before you fly... Good luck. <laughs> wipe shit in your eye. Very good luck. <laughs> Take shit, wipe on face, ready to fly. Yeah, now that was racist for us. But anyway. Okay, so. So we went there to Romania. Um, oh, no, no. We're not done with the flight. Yeah. So, so they land. Yeah. They land in Tel Aviv. <laughs> and whilst landing, like, you know how, like, if you land, sometimes there's, like, an old person who, once you landed, will stand up. And the air steward will go, hey, well, no, 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 no standing until we come to a complete stop. And the old person's like, what? I'm getting my back. You know, like that sometimes happens on plane. Someone confused who doesn't fly very much. Yeah. Uh, the second the wheels went, boom. And by the way, the landing was like, one of the first time. <laughs> I made it. First time landing. People clapped. Everyone was, clapped. Everyone was clapping as they landed like, yeah. But and we, then, we bounced around. All we, it was we, very we, bouncy. We, we bounced around. And and then they he gets everyone gets up out of their seats like while it's slowing down like the second the second the wheels hit everybody gets up like I'm not talking a few people the entire plane is standing I, clapping honestly I would say thirty to forty people maybe more though the whole no, the yeah, whole yeah, yeah, aisle yeah, was yeah, full yeah, yeah, more people getting extra people couldn't stand up <laughs> the amount of available space they could stand up and there's like a woman like no no. No, and so we're all in Tel Aviv, and there's like rabbis standing up, yeah. and, right? And they're all getting their stuff, and we're driving around, and the lady, the, the air stewardess, she's just like, "Fuck it, just stand up." I'm yeah, she would it. walk by them. They'd sit, they'd sit down, and she'd walk by them. They'd stand back up, and it was just like chaos. Now you know how there's an airplane etiquette that when you're leaving the plane, you have to go row by row. You have to stand up, and then you have to go leave by your row, and then you wait for the next row. And it, it's it's just a simple bit of courtesy that that's how we all do it, right? Yep. In fact, the other day I was on a business class flight and there was a lady who, I guess she was some type of a famous reality star or something. And she had a little dog and she pushed by and I actually, I vocalized my, my issue with it. Yeah, I almost got in a fight in North Carolina with that guy one yeah, time. I yeah, I just was like, we're, we're just anarchy now. We're just doing whatever the <laughs> fuck we want, is it? You have to get off one row earlier than everyone else, do you? I think I may have said you fucking bitch or something. Like I was pretty, because it's you know how I am with airplanes. I'm on them so yeah. much I cannot hold in emotions on airplanes. Is that my phone? Yeah, but it makes a it makes a noise on the thing. It's too close to the recorder. Anyway, so they all started getting off, and I turned to Forrest and I said, "They're never going to solve this Israel Palestine thing. <laughs> like, don't if if you're on one side or another, and you have voiced your opinion, and you're like, no, this person's right, this person's wrong." Don't even waste your fucking time. Yeah. Not being fixed. Not being fixed because they can't fucking do the thing with the rows and the aeroplanes. Start with that. They, Start with the rows and the aeroplanes. <laughs> Not only that, they were swimming upstream to get their luggage, like upstream of the people. And then, you know, as we mentioned earlier, lots of shit smeared for good luck. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just like the smelliest people rubbing up against the you. The smelliest like, people. 
trying to get off a fucking plane yeah. all at once, just a bum fucking shit fight. And then you go down, and then, like, the, the biggest model in Israel is Jeremy Meeks. Yeah. The guy By the way, just to mention, for the next three days after this flight, you were deathly ill. I, I, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I got so. de- I got I got had to see doctors, antibiotics. I'm still sick. Yeah, but you were you were in. I'm on my in, second course of antibiotics. You were in a world of sick. hurt. So, but I blame the Romanians. Yep. Uh, I got some type of uh, shit on skin. Uh, like I breathed it in, and I got sick. Yep. If you're um, not a gymnast, you're basically yeah. doomed to that life. So. Yeah, and I I, I went in. This show in Israel was one of my faves. I had a great time. Now, once we got off the plane in Israel. But everything changed. They everything met changed. us right at the end of the jetway. Everything changed. It was the first time yeah. I ever had this. You're a celebrity. You get um, a special. You get a special car from your plane through yeah. the airport, through a different terminal, through everything. Like the the people of Israel were fucking very nice to us. Yeah, they're very hospitable. Um, Jeremy Meeks, the guy who had the mugshot with the teardrop eye tattoo. Yeah, he's the biggest star model over there. He's all over the airport. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's people losing their jobs over the Me Too campaign. But it just shows that if you're extraordinarily good-looking, you can commit any crime, and we're good. Yeah, you'll be yeah huge in Israel. They don't care about that. They don't give a fuck. He's advertising glasses. So um, so we did a couple field pieces in Israel. <coughs> we did a thing about circumcision. Um, of course, a lot of Jews out there, the Jews love the circumcision. I'm circumcised. Forrest is circumcised. Um, I'm sure other people listening to the podcast are circumcised. Some um, aren't. Some aren't. Some are. Some are happy, some are not happy. But, you know, look, who who's truly happy with their dick? Who looks at their dick every day like, ah, perfection? We all want a little bit more, a little bit less, a little bit of thing. I, 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 uh... You trim it? Yeah, less hair. I like less hair. Yeah, yeah. I get, hair I, removal? I, I've had ingrown hairs at the base of my dick, and they're a pain in the ass. I've had to deal with them. You know, it, it's a constant battle to keep the thing smelling nice, looking nice. You know, but I do I do my best. And I think any lady who's enjoyed my penis, so to the two of you women, well done. To the rest of you who have had to onerously do things with it, uh, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Thank you for your time at the, you know, <laughs> at the company. I congratulate you. Your, your silver watch is coming. <laughs> A lot of silver watches. It is a lot of silver watches. Uh, um, so yeah, so we did a field piece. And, uh, you you stayed in your room most of the time because you're sick if you weren't working, which was yeah. Which was good. I went to Jerusalem, and I remember you told me when you go to Israel, everybody will tell you want to eat their hummus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you come here, come here. This hummus is yeah, the yeah. best. <laughs> they are the best. <laughs> and I said to I said on stage actually, and they wrote they wrote a review of the show uh, and where they mentioned this. But there's good hummus and there's bad hummus. Stop acting like there's different grades in between. Either your hummus is good yeah. or your hummus is shit. And then one of the highlights of the trip so far was you, uh, Jim got to do a talk show. I got to look up his name. But he is the <coughs> Jimmy Fallon of Israel. They, I get there and they go, and tonight you're doing the Jimmy Fallon of Israel. He is very excited to have you on the show. Uh, happy, happy fun hour. Uh, <laughs> And you're going to go do this show. And I'm like, all right. And so I, we did a field piece right before the show where I sat down and had a beer with a rabbi, a Muslim, and a, a, a Christian pastor. I think it was a Linguini. Was it? No, Christian pastor. Oh, little little joke. It. Anyway. 
Anyway, so we sat down and I talked religion for a bit. No, it was a nice field piece. It was, I was nice yeah. and respectful, but still, you know, called them idiots. <coughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. I think you did that. Yeah. yeah. And um, so we sat there and we uh, we had beers and the idea was we were going to drink. The Muslim guy wouldn't drink, obviously. Anyway, they didn't want their beers, so I drank their beers as well. That wasn't set up. They all want a Diet Coke. Well, that's give the, that away. That's one of the jokes. No, it doesn't matter. But okay. Diet Coke is obviously the beverage of the religious. I know. They all wanted it. They all wanted Diet Coke. They were very yeah. exact. They all wanted Diet Coke. So they had their Diet Coke. And uh, what happened after that? So I, I was a little drunk. I wasn't loaded. But afterwards, I said to Forrest, I said, fuck, we got to do that tonight show. Me and Forrest had a shot at tequila. And then we went down there. We got in a cab. We, 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 we got in a cab. We go down there. Now, what happens is when you do these late night shows, and I've done them all, kids. I've done them all, except for James Corden. But I've done all the other ones, <laughs> except for Seth Myers. Except for Seth Myers and James Corden, I've done everyone, right? Everyone? I've done. I've done Fallon, Kimmel, okay. Conan, Colbert. I've done them all. I would have loved to have done Letterman, but, you know, it's not a not it's got a new show. Not available. Not available. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have given a shit if I did Leno. That wouldn't have bothered me either way. But, you know, I would have liked to have done Letterman. Still trying to find this guy's name. That's how popular it is. Anyway. <laughs> so we go down. Now, ordinarily what happens is I'm going to give away a bit of TV magic for you all. Before you, you do these TV shows, they ring you up and they go, Jim, what stories have you got? And I say, oh, my kid said something stupid. I did something stupid at work. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Or sometimes I just make something up and lie. Anyway, so I normally do that. I have a pre-interview and then they ring. The, the day you show up, they go, hey, the host liked this story. And so they sort of try to work a question in where you tell that story. And some hosts, they... It's told footnotes of the story so that they can naturally laugh while you're telling it. Yeah. And so some hosts say that they don't even want to know the story. They just want to know a question so they can naturally react to the whole thing. But none of them know the story from beginning to end. And then you show up <coughs> and they go over it with you again. And then they then yeah. you show up an hour and a half before and someone goes over it again with you before they check your wardrobe. They, they screen test your wardrobe to see how it's going to look on camera. They... Do you need anything? Here's your dressing room. Here's your dressing room. Yeah. Here's, here's who the other guest is. Um, if you, it's if, usually a really nice... You walk in and there's like pictures on the walls of all the famous guests that have been there. Yeah, there's and there's like famous reserve, guests that go in there. There's always, there's, always there's, a, like, there's always a little gift. Yeah, there's a There's always guests. a gift for you. There's always a gift. And the gift is normally like, say, like uh, a hoodie with the name of the show on it. Yep. And then something like a box of cupcakes. And then usually, it's always like a, a, a perishable and a non-perishable gift. Host will come in, say hi to you, especially if you've done the show a couple of times. But usually they'll always come. Sometimes in the host will say hi. Sometimes the host just want to meet you out there. Like I, I've only met Colbert whilst I was on screen with him. Anyway, so but you know, like Conan always comes. But you back talk to and producers and all. You that, talk yeah. to producers and all that type of stuff. So anyway, uh, this show, the who they call the Jimmy Fallon of Israel. La 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 la. Still trying to find his name. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Shandy's got it. Shandy, remember we're in a car. So Shandy, our tour manager. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just reach back. Okay. Here we go. Just so we have context. He's, uh, oh, his name is Guri Alfie. And it's, Guri it's, Alfie. His show Guri, is called, Guri Alfie. His show is called out Hayam Balaya. 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 Which stands for <laughs> Tonight Life. I'm trying to read it right. I'm not trying to be an asshole. <clears throat> H-A-Y-O-M. Hayom Balaya. 
with Guriafi. Monday night. Jimmy every, everyone tells you he's the second biggest comic in Israel. I don't know who the biggest one is, but every, he even said to me on screen, go, I am the second biggest comic in Israel. Yeah, and... He's a very nice man. I was, nah, he was I, nice. I have no yeah. issue with him. He, so, was, so, he was a fun fella. So we pull up in the cab. We w- walk through this parking lot to where like, you would walk into like, the, where the dressing rooms are and stuff. There's a foosball table that's blocking the doorway almost. You right. almost can't get through the doorway because there's a yeah, foosball table. Yeah, you can't table. get through it. <laughs> who looks like a, a lot of local homeless children are playing on it. <laughs> Just playing foosball. You see, you have to kind of shimmy around the foosball table to get into the, yeah. where, the, where the backstage would be. Uh, and then there's, there's the, two the, dressing the, the rooms. The two teams are Israel and Palestine. <laughs> there, there's a bathroom that definitely has not been cleaned in weeks. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, the, the same cleaners from the airline. Yeah, so the only gift you're going to get is some sort of So, And they also they have that, you know that thing when like you want to make something look tacky where you have that like silver glisteny. Oh, like it was like a, it was like the ta- the ribbons. Yeah, it's of, like of little, little ribbon of silver shiny things like. Yeah. Like if you like want to hang in a doorway. Yeah, if you want to do a parody of like a Star Search show on SNL, you'd have that hanging in the background. Yeah. Like, welcome to Stars of Tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I think. <clears throat> so it had that stuff that, that hanging down. <laughs> and uh, and then they're like they come in and then the guys a guy like, Oh, the show's over this way. And okay. I was like, Oh, okay. One other thing though is that the oh, oh, somebody came up and said, uh, I was like, What's the audience like? And you're like, they're like 14 to 40 and I was like 14 years old and they're like yeah but to 40 they kept yeah, saying yeah, that. They're, they're 14 to 40 they weren't they were all about 14, 14 to 18, 18, 14 yeah, 18. very young Nickelodeon style audience yeah he yeah. he's sort of like because afterwards he walked out he's like a pop star to them that he's got oh yeah guy. god yeah and so 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 you've been in here probably a minute and a half tops in, less yeah 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 maybe less less, less than a minute yeah, less than a minute. So I walk in and look at the foosball, I look at the toilet, go, I won't use that. And they go, hey, the show's over here. And then they go, Jim Jeffries. <laughs> and then they play the Jim Jeffries theme song. And I walk out and everyone's dancing. It's on. Like the show's on. Everyone's up and dancing like they're Balky Bartokamus from fucking Perfect Strangers. That's an odd reference. You got kids looking up. But here's the thing that I found out later, though, too, because you just walked in and walked on stage. They were basically holding the show till you got there, almost. Yeah. So, but they weren't even like, okay, like, hey, you want a second? Would you like a water? And then you see her, now say his name. <laughs> He's just yeah, yeah, like, like we were dicking about. We didn't even know if we were there early or whatever. But no, we just dicking about, and we came over to the show. Yeah. So we're on TV, and then they're like. Let's do promos. They were speaking Hebrew too. They weren't even speaking English. And then, saying, so. and then they're like, ha 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 ha. And I'm it's like, just, some guy I'm came s- out in a purple leather jacket. I'm sitting there, and then they brought out a guy with a purple leather jacket who was who famous was actor, a I famous guess. actor or a local actor. Like, look, look. I, a lot of these TV shows don't work well in Australia. They have to do them once a week because they, there's just not enough celebrities to go around to do a nightly show. So that's why they, these shows only really work in America. So I don't know how you do it every night in Israel. So me being in town is like a get for them. Oh now, I'm, not, God, I'm, yeah. I'm not bragging. No, like, no, no. They were, like that's a, it's a famous... Somebody, put it this way. The whole show, I watched the show the other night. It's all in Hebrew. And the, you speak English. So they, they <coughs> had you on the show because they wanted to have you on there just as English. Yeah. 
They, yeah. they, uh, oh, there's the actor. Shandy's the holding actor. him up Shandy's right now. Shandy's holding the actor. So there's Got a guy on before, purple actor, and he no, purple. He was a purple. His yeah. jacket was purple. He he was he was from a show that that a comedy about the Gaza Strip called uh, uh, Crossing Officer. <laughs> was he? Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm making this up. <laughs> called the I Crossing Officer. Uh, by the way, the the, the Jim Jeffries show they played the band played it. I don't know. Is that are they allowed? The Jim Jeffries show plays in, in Israel. No, we liked that they did that. No, that's, I know we liked. Yeah, we don't. Cause that's literally <laughs> the only song we can sing on the show. By the way, without yeah, I have video of that too. We, we'll try and post all that. The video of them playing the theme song, and then also. Um, so, anyways, tell me what happened. So there. I'm there. You tell I'm me there, your mindset. I'm there. Your mindset terrible, was like, I got a terrible cold, and I've also down three beers and a tequila. And so my mindset was. <clears throat> I don't want to just sit there and answer questions. I, I, I thought, why don't I just go in there and cause a whole lot of mayhem? Do like the old, like, you know those old Robin William late night shows yeah. where he's just walking around and fucking dancing with the audience and fucking, you know, playing with people's hair and yeah. shit. That's what you did. And that's what I did. <laughs> I, I, I went in there and said, hey, i just been speaking to a and a rabbi, like that, right? And then I don't, it's all a haze after that. You could probably tell okay, me what happened. Okay, so... He sat in the thing after the promo, and basically, uh, you, 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 you walked up to the camera and stuck your face in it. They brought up two giant beers. You started drinking some more beer. You played with the band. Yeah. The, uh, the, the guy that's the host goes, I can play the drums. He goes, Where'd you? You made fun of the band saying, oh, You guys just picked these guys up off the street. And then he goes, I can play the drums. So he went to go play the drums. So then you grabbed the guitar. That's obviously this guy's go to when he wants the audience to go off, is he plays the drums a bit. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, I went like, out, Watch I, I said, I can play guitar. Now, I can't play guitar. Never had one lesson. <laughs> Never had a lesson. But I vaguely knew two chords. And so I, 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 and like all the people who work with me, all like the people from the Jim Jeffries show and Forrest and Shane, were all standing in the wing. And they, they all looked at each other like, can Jim play the guitar? And you all universally went, no, we're pretty sure he can't. No, I knew you couldn't play the guitar. I was like, this is going to sound like shit. But, but you knew a chord. I knew two chords. And the bass player walked over and looked at what you were playing and kind of helped you out a little bit, too. Yeah. But, uh, and then, um, and I, I have that video. I, I, we, I can think we can play this I'm gonna, song. I'm gonna play it's my now. song. I'm going to play it now. I think we can play it here. It's my song. Pretty good song. There we go. That's me. That's me playing right, guitar. Right, it's gonna pick up here. Oh, oh yeah, shit. yeah! Shit! I changed the chord there. <laughs> um, so pretty good. I think we can play that. And the lawyers will let us know. I'm sure. It's my song. Oh uh, yeah, it is your song. You wrote, oh, wrote it. it. Well, the bass player might have written it too. So. No, um. We have that video. We'll, we'll post some of these videos after the podcast for you guys to look at. <coughs> then after that... Um, I, I, I kissed the host. Yeah, you kissed the host, and you guys held hands, and they closed... I feel like it's a fairly, like, yeah. like you know, it's not as progressive a society as everywhere else, so I thought yeah. this would be controversial if, if, if another man holds another man's <laughs> hand on TV. So yep. I just held his hand, just, you know... In support of both um, homosexuals and uh, the Me Too campaign, I held the guy's hand. He did, and they played uh, let like let's get it on. Or they something played like let's get it on because I, I held his hand, and so I we just kissed, and that guy, that was the end of the thing. That was the end of he the, goes, and, Jim and, and his career. He's since been lynched. 
He's been hung up at a town square. We got out just in time. <laughs> now, uh, your face at the end of it. I know you can't. I think I don't know if I showed it to you yet. Yeah, I think I showed it to you. It's really funny. So I, I, I ended up watching it later that night. They're like, oh, it's on later that night. The whole point was for you to sell tip more. Like, you were pretty much almost sold out this arena. and then It was like 6,000 tickets in Israel. We were at yeah. 5,150 or something. Yeah, they went to sell more. So I watched the show. I recorded it. A lot of stuff was taken out, but they kept the kissing. So they kept the kissing. We sold another 50 tickets. It was all worthwhile. Yeah, 50 tickets. <laughs> 50 extra tickets. And then you got mobbed by teenagers after the show. And then I got mobbed by teenagers, yeah. That was the only place we did on tour where after the gig there was people waiting at the stage door and I got mobbed a bit. That's crazy. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever done anything like that? Like after the gig gig, not not the show. Yeah, like after the gig gig. Like the when we were leaving arena. the dressing room, there was like a, about uh, maybe 400 people just standing around the door. Yeah. It was a fun show. They were like, we like you. You like me. <laughs> That's how they were, yeah. Yeah, they. And I, uh, and I, I, and then they wrote the review and my manager rings me up and they go, did you go up to someone in the audience and go, what are you doing here? You don't look very Jewy. And I said, I can't quite remember that, but if it's in the review, I assume I did. But that's what I hate about when people write about comedy that's out of context. Like, if you just say that, that sounds like I said something bad. Yeah, I know. But when you're in a sea of 6,000 Jews and there's some guy that looks like Dolph Lundrum, <laughs> it's worth mentioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. But they said, best show ever. Best show ever. Yeah, so we're off to London. There's a good segue. We're off to fucking we, London. We did show one show in Birmingham, and then we went back to and London. And then we went to London and recorded a new special, and I think the second take was a little bit better. I think my performance maybe in the first take was a I bit better. I both takes are great, but yeah, the, the I, second, I, second I, audience you know, is a little bit after, after I do a special, I always worry where's my best one. This special's a lot more story-based than the last two. It's back sort of to what I was doing, and I swear to God, you know, it's uh, stories and sex. Because I feel like I do so much politics on the TV show that in my stand-up life... It's like, it's like now I'm a prostitute who goes home and doesn't have sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't get super political in my uh, stand-up anymore. Just write letters to people. This, this is the yeah, way yeah. it should be. Yeah, um, no, that, that was very good. And, um, and, and so, so just as a uh, surprise, they just go, like, I didn't even know he's in town. And they were like, uh, Chris Rock is upstairs when we did the second show. And I was like, wow, Michelle Wolf was supporting him. And Michelle, she was there. she's a tremendous comedian, just had an HBO special. Used to be a correspondent on The Daily Show. And um, so I was like, all right, cool. We, um, and and uh, we hung out. And then afterwards, you now I blame Shandy for this. Here's the thing. No, no, but let me just say, Chris Rock came to see you. He, he's a fan of yours, which you had heard of, but didn't really know for I'd, sure. I'd heard that he'd like my stand-up that he'd mentioned radio, but I'd, ne- so I'd never met him before. They were upstairs. We had, we, had, like, we had a couple drinks before the show. And then he came to watch the show, but not backstage. He went into the audience. So during your set, I went like on the side door like to look at the audience and I asked the security guard, I go, hey, where's Chris Rock? And he pointed to him. He was sitting like 12 rows back or 13 rows back front center, him and Michelle and whatever, and just sitting in the middle of the crowd enjoying and stuff, which, you know, it's not like normal for somebody like that. That, that would be well, that it's, famous. It's, and that it's also, the, yeah. I did not see one tweet. One yeah. No one even noticed. Yeah, no one I, noticed. I think people people didn't want to be racist. Maybe they're like, "Is that Chris Rock?" And we're like, "What do you think? We all look alike?" Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, he sat right, and he was enjoying the shit out of it. Like, for, like he definitely enjoyed. It. He even told you so after. So, so he, he came back. He was yeah. very sweet. He said it was real great. Blah 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 blah. Um, yeah, I know. I, by that stage, I'd taken a shot as soon as I got off stage because I, I hadn't been really. 
uh, hitting it hard because uh, you know Making I've been trying to lose the weight for the special, which is, is probably 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 my fattest special because I'm normally I do a special like where I haven't got a gig for three weeks and I exercise and that sort of stuff. But I've been on the road no on the cares road. Cares about your weight. I do. I'm just saying. Probably my fattest measure. That the hell I've been going through. I've only been able to eat wings before yeah. 10 p.m. I eat chicken wings still because I believe that they're dietary uh, yeah, because there's really no bread. Yeah. Anyway, so I... Um, very good chicken wings in Sweden. <laughs> they were little tiny ones. In Gothenburg. They're Everyone, great, everyone yeah. was like, why are these wings so tiny? And then we figured out, oh, because they're not pumped full of steroids. Yeah, normal size chickens. You're not meant to have chicken wings the size of your hand. These are actual chickens and this is the right size meat. You know, it was one of those ones where it's like, we, we put them in Coca-Cola for 10 days. Anyway, so we go to the place called the Groucho Club, but the Groucho Club is a very, very exclusive uh, club, like, you know, so a house or anything like that. But they, they open to like three, which is late for uh, London, and they said they'd give us a little room to have a few drinks after the special. Yep. Everything was organized. And then Chris Rock was coming to meet us afterwards. It's on the list. On the list. Definitely on the list. Definitely on the list. And he sent in, I think... Tony. Tony, who's one of his, like, tour manager or something. Yeah, tour manager, kind of takes care of him on the road. And yeah. And, and he's like, hey, we're here. And they're like, they're like, oh, no, we don't know who Chris Rock is. Some fucking 19-year-old fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking moron. Not who, on the list. He's like, uh, Chris Rock. And they go, yeah, you can't find him on the list. Well, it's Chris Rock. Yeah, I don't know who Chris Rock is. This is members only. And then, like, Chris is, like, obviously one of those cool guys because I'm not I'm not in that situation. Yeah. I, I get a little bit, Google me. <laughs> no, he's very chill. I never yeah, met him. He's yeah, very, very chill, chill and a very that. sweet guy. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, all right, I don't, I don't, if I'm not on your list, I'm not on your fucking list. And then, and yeah. so he didn't show up. Wasn't mean, just polite left. Well, it wasn't know, but, polite. And, but uh, we found out about it, like, we maybe found 15 out minutes about later. About 15 minutes later because Michelle Wolf came in and she, you know, she was up for a drink. Yeah, they, they they were able to get back in the other people later, but with that but that was because we found out about it. found out about it, and then um, went downstairs. Someone had a talking to. That's the best way. Yeah, I'll put someone it. they brought the management <laughs> down, and they said to the nineteen-year-old girl working on the counter, "Did you turn away Chris Rock?" And she was like, "Yes." <laughs> Did you turn away Chris Rock? She goes, "Who's Chris Rock?" <laughs> and, the Rock. And, yeah, and, and they're like. And she's Dwayne like, Johnson? she's like, why would I know who Chris Rock is? And the and the and the beautiful answer came out, because he's Chris Rock. <laughs> it's like uh, there's that famous footage of after the Grammys, where fucking Paul McCartney, yeah. Paul McCartney and Beck, and yeah. it was someone. Else, it's Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl, yeah. Dave Grohl, Paul McCartney, and Beck try to get into an after party at the Hyde, which is the nightclub uh, over the road from uh, the Laugh Factory. And they get turned away because they're not on the list. Yeah, it's Paul McCartney. Yeah. Fucking Paul McCartney. Here's the thing, though. Paul McCartney doesn't handle it as cool as Chris Rock did. Paul McCartney does this. How how much more fucking famous do you have to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I just came up here to go out for a drink. I'm fucking 80 years old. Here's the thing, though, is that if you're running an exclusive club, it's like, hey, this is very exclusive. Like, that's literally the only thing you need to know. (laughs) It's like who people are. Yeah, who, pe- who people are, and if someone says something with a little bit of authority, just Google. Just have a little Google. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, Chris ended up going back to his hotel, but uh, Michelle Wolf came back, and um, a couple other people that were with Chris Rock, um, and so... And then well, my, my yeah. management and my agent uh, flew out just for one day to London. Yeah. Now, i got a manager, Tim, who uh, and my, my touring manager, Nick, 
who were pretty fucking busy. Another manager who was sick. My another manager yeah. was sick, but but Alex. The, and, and my, I got an Australian manager called Andrew. Now Andrew cuts loose. If if yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> Andrew's with, with you the whole way, you ne- you never like a- Andrew's. A very irresponsible manager in the sense that if you have a show the next night, he goes, you'll be right, keep drinking. (laughs) He he never goes, you better get to bed, we have an important show tomorrow. (laughs) Never said that. Never said that. No, he's never. (laughs) Yeah, I've toured with you with Andrew. I don't think he's ever said that. Andrew's Andrew's just like that. Let's keep going. I'll wheel you out there and prop you up. You'll get, just just tell your joke (laughs) shitty tomorrow. It won't be an issue. So, Andrew, we can rely on that. This is the first time I've seen... I've seen Nick a little bit. First time I've seen Tim cut loose. Yeah, yeah. Nothing crazy, but he had some drinks. No, but we, had, yeah, we yeah, had some yeah. drinks. I've never seen him even have a drink. And yeah, he, that was fun. He had a couple of drinks and he fucking... You know, so we, 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 we all went out and uh, just boozed it up on uh, the Friday. Yeah. And then last night and Saturday, and we didn't get a lot of sleep. Nope. I would like to thank the people of Manchester because I... And I didn't tell you about this because I didn't want to want you, you know, to feel it. I was feeling fucking rough. <laughs> yeah. I no, was, but you had a great show. I was feeling rough. That might I, have been the show of the whole that was the, That yeah. was made me feel bad about the special because the show in Manchester was so fucking good the next night. Nah, the, the shows in London were awesome, but just Manchester, whatever, because I walked out <coughs> there and I was like like really weary and I was kind of like almost not getting my words out right. And the first show came out and they were so good in Manchester that I fe- immediately got that energy. I felt good. I was like, oh, thank you guys so much. This yeah, was like this. yeah, I have a yeah. long history with Manchester. I was robbed here. I uh, I was also punched on stage. And the Manchester people have always... they were the f- It was the first place in the world where I started selling theatres out was in Manchester. They've always had, for whatever reason, a little bit of ownership over me. And uh, uh, they, they, they like a heckle. They heckled me a lot at the beginning, but it was fun. I, I got into it. I, yeah. I had I had a I had a weird heckle in Manchester, which sometimes people think you set these things up so you can do some material. But a guy yelled out, "It's your mum's birthday today," and it's not. Well, okay, there's two options here. It's not, first of all. Okay. But if it is, I'm getting a restraining order against that person. You know too much. Oh you're, yeah. You're too close. Why would you know that? You're too close now. It's not on any Wikipedia when my mum's birthday is. You've done a lot of fucking work, right? But yeah. also, even if you do know that, why, why, what are you, what are you doing? What is the thought process in a man who yells out, "It's your mum's birthday today"? Yeah, it's not even like a burn. It's just like it's either factual or just like, all right, well, thanks. It's your for mum's birthday today. I don't know. Well. Let's, uh, I want to say something, just bringing this back. We're not going, I'm still talking because we've got like fucking another 120 miles. No, 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 I'm not miles. saying we're wrapping it up. I'm just saying, um, so I've been over here. Now we've been over in Scandinavian countries, Israel and... The women and, love forests. Now Britain. They're like, it's the first time they've seen an actual bear. <laughs> they call me the dancing bear. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, look, he's well-mannered. He doesn't have hook through his nose with chain. He speaks. <laughs> dancing bear I meet a lot of crazy dancing bear um, But I've been watching the news over here Yeah And the news Better. over here There's no talking heads I mean they're talking there's, there's people that delivered obviously But there's no people like We've got a Democrat and we got a Republican We got somebody from here We got somebody from here We're going to give their opinion and stuff They basically just say the news No, it's the, we see the news in America has become opinion pieces Our show included And I've always said it's an opinion piece Not a We don't do a news show We do an opinion show <clears throat> um, but in America, they've started to call opinions news. Opinions aren't news. News is facts. 
news is just like, this is what's going on. This is what's being said. This is who said it. This is when it was said. Um, and it really makes you see, I mean, you know how much of a shit show is going on in America right now with our government, but you can see it a lot more when you see the news over here, just because they're not even saying like opinions. They're just saying, and this happened and this happened. The government's shutting down. And shit well, whole countries. It and used fucking, to be like yeah. that in America. It used to be like that in America because I was watching those documentaries, the 70s, the 60s, the 80s, the 90s. And the, or, or maybe, no, I saw a documentary on Vietnam. And there was a moment when Walter Cronkite. 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 Got right? It. When he said, he gave his opinion on Vietnam. Yeah. And before that, he used to just go, this many soldiers have died. And then he actually went... This war cannot go on as long as people about it. You know, and it was like a moment, in, yeah. a moment in news where they went, wow, Walter gave his opinion. Yep. Right? Fucking Walter ruined and, it. And now everybody gives their opinions. We hear their opinions from there, fucking all of them. There's even stuff on the news here, like where they were showing stuff from Syria, where nobody was saying anything. They just showed you footage of, like, different things that were going on in Syria. Like, there was, like, a, a, a chemical attack and there was... Nobody was saying anything over it. You were just watching the imagery of it. And it was it was effective, but it was also like you're just watching this. You're not. We're not saying ah blah blah blah. Here's our opinion. It's not. It was. It was. Now to explain. Crazy. To explain. I think the BBC make the best news. Uh, the BBC. Uh, there are about four TV channels. There are about eight radio channels, and the TV channels are just like one entertainment, two entertainment ones. BBC One, BBC Two, and then there's like BBC News. Now, what you don't understand is that everybody in uh, Britain actually uh, pay taxes, and the BBC is government run. Um, broad, it's the British Broadcast Company or whatever the fuck it's called, corporation. Anyway, so it's uh, it's it's not owned by an individual. It's not privately owned. Now I know there's people at home. They're going to go, but the government owns it. The government can blah 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 blah. No, it's run by a separate entity. It's not run by the Prime Minister or something like that. So it is impartial. It's not like a, a tycoon who owns a channel who has their opinion or who has an idea. And also the ratings don't matter. Because what it's non profit, you said, or do, do we know that? There's <coughs> non profit, there's no commercials. Yeah. There's no commercials. Yeah. What happens is with Britain, everyone has to pay a TV license. Yeah. Your TV license is about $120 a year, and it used to be the BBC just existed. So the BBC, even for, like the BBC made things like Faulty Towers, and they made The Office, and they made, you know, and they make, they make comedy shows and dramas and blah, 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 right? <coughs> but their news is far more impartial than if you go Fox or CNN, which um, have their, it it has less agenda. It almost, when you first start watching, it almost seems boring. Yeah. But it's not, but but you're used to so much like graphics and fuck music and all this stuff and like they make jokes and you know, you're used to that. So you're not used to just somebody saying, and here are the facts. It's like, it's weird, (laughs) but I like it. I'm used to it now. I've been watching it like the whole trip and stuff. And I'm telling you it, Look, you could say people can say what they want in the comment section of our show and people that are Trump supporters, this and that, whatever. It's like and I know some people don't care what other countries think and stuff. It's like, but we look like we look like a shit shit show right now. We it's not good. And there's no opinions being said. It's not like, oh Trump they're just saying what's happening. Like the way that our government's running and it and it doesn't look great on the Democrats either, I tell you. It's, just, it's the whole country. It's not like Republican Democrat. They just look at America and they're like, well, I, America's I, having a moment right now. I it's lived. Not good. I lived here during the George W. Bush era. Right. I actually moved to America when, like, the day that um, Obama was uh, inaugurated. Yeah. Um, 
And there was an era over here where, see, this is what you don't know about what Obama did. Whether you like Obama or hate Obama or whatever, and like, there's arguments for Trump right now. I'm not going to take away that the stock market is fucking booming now. It probably he probably doesn't deserve the credit. Um, or, but yeah, whatever. But, it's but, happening. But, nice presidency. But, yeah, so yeah. To... But if you want to give me these uh, statistics, I I can't refute them. Right. Yeah. Now. But what I will tell you is a fact. When Mar-a-Lago's never been better. Yes. What what I will tell you is a fact is uh, when George W. Bush was in power, you guys were seen as a bit like like uh, international opinion of America was very low. Yeah. And just Obama fixed that completely, especially here in Britain but, and in but Australia. I. But I'm not. I don't, I don't know because I wasn't here. The opinion that that's not even the opinion; it's just the the optics of it. Watching it is that our government is in disarray, whereas with George Bush, his opinion of it might be low. But I don't think anyone thought our government was in no, disarray. No, that, that's the point I'm getting yeah, to. Yeah. It's worse now than it was. Yeah. Now people are like, ah, oh, George W. was all right. Yeah, yeah. The government was running properly at least because they're just giving yeah. they're just giving the stats. They're just saying he said, "Shithouse countries, this many people have been fired." Yeah, he, government shutdowns. But, but it's just like it's like they weren't making fun of him like the whole thing. They just like like the other day, he's two hundred and thirty nine pounds. Yeah, he's not. That means he's thirty yeah. pounds heavier than me, and he's fucking three inches taller. Wasn't he the same dimensions as Albert Pujols? He, no, 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 uh. no, no, no. Albert Pujols is a pound heavier. Albert Pujols, if I'm, Albert Pujols is the same baseball player, same height, two forty. But at one of the, I mean, he's in the twilight of his career, but he's one of the, uh, one of the, be in the Hall of Fame. He'd be a top 20 player. Yeah, he's, 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 in, he's, a, he's, a, he's an athlete. He's an yeah. athlete that's in shape, not like this. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Very 240 muscular. pounds, same height. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he basically could crush 50 home runs a year, Trump, right now. Trump's ass is the same size as Albert Pujols. <laughs> like, if you look at, like, Trump is an arsey man. For yeah, a person yeah, 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 who yeah, doesn't yeah. like the blacks, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, <laughs> he's sure. Got an ass. Um, yeah, so, and then, um, yeah, so the, what was it, the, oh, the women's party. They reported everything. They reported everything, but just the way that you would, you think, I forgot what I was going to say. But <clears throat> yeah, but they just report it, and then they just go, oh, and then they go, and here's the scores from the football. Oh, that. Carlisle beats Reading. I just remembered, the only time they ever made fun of Trump that I've seen over here, uh, not that, like, on television, wasn't in a newscast. It was an advertisement for Premier League football, soccer. Oh, no, they're making fun of him and on they have comedy a cartoon, shows. And yeah. they have a cartoon of Trump doing something, and it's promoting their soccer games here. Football, as they call it, yeah. Well, they're very yeah, happy because he, he, he was meant to be coming out to open the new embassy, and, oh, yeah, he, was, and, he, and he got cancelled, and people are happy about that. Where are we now? What's this area? Well, we're driving. We're going up. We're up, up to... Going are we up, in England still? No, no, we're on the border, really, of England and Scotland. It's snowing. Do we know, um, Mike? Not yet. We're, we're, up, uh, near, we're, up, near, driver. we're up near Newcastle at the moment. We'd be oh no we wouldn't be going towards Newcastle we'd be going up the other this side. This is really pretty. There's like mountains now. Yeah, before it's been flat. Yeah, that's snow yeah, covered. You wouldn't gonna, see this that gonna, often. You're going to see some of the highlands of Scotland, yeah. But no, oh Braveheart. Yeah, we'll never take our freedom. Is everybody in kilts? But then they, you know, then they they got they got the option of leaving England in Great Britain. Yeah, and they went. Oh, we'll just stay for a little longer. <laughs> After all freedom. that freedom, 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 freedom. They didn't take it. Freedom. Um, I, I, I don't know. Is this going to be a rough crowd tonight in Scotland? Um, yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Well, okay, this is the problem. It's, it's a wild town, Glasgow. Yeah. 
Edinburgh's a little bit more refined, and I know there's, there's some Glaswegians right now listening to us, like, no, Glaswegians. Like, we, I, I, it's like, you know, how does a person from Scotland uh, talk to the dead? With a Glas- Glaswegi board. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. Um, Got that one, Shandy? There's a joke for you. Take that back to Norway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, the problem is tonight there'll be hecklers. Hecklers are plenty. And yeah. you won't understand a word they're saying. Yeah. Not a word. Are they going to understand me? They'll understand you fine. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the thickest accents you will ever hear. Oh, yeah? I love it. It's yeah. worth, we'll go into a fish and chip shop and order something just to... I'm going to rank I'm going to rank the English speaking on this tour at the end, by the way. The, all the countries we visited all speak English to some degree. Obviously, in England, that's their language, but I'm going to rank it best the, English to worst. What, what have you enjoyed the most so far? English speakers? Yeah. Well, I really like London. London, yeah, Cockney's your easiest, yeah. Yeah, London's going to be the easiest. Probably, <laughs> uh, and then another city in England, probably there, probably Manchester after yeah. that. And then we're going to go out of England, Manche- surprisingly. We're not going to Ma- go to Birmingham. <laughs> Man- Birmingham's behind Israel, probably. <laughs> Manchester has a has what you, I, I consider to be quite a cool accent. Yeah, it is cool. I was, yeah. I was listening to them talk. And then... But then uh, I, th- th- I think that be- better English is being spoken in other countries than Birmingham and uh, obviously probably Scotland. Yeah, well, English people can't understand the Scottish. This isn't going to be you being American. Yeah. I, I, I've been in shops with English friends of mine whilst touring Scotland, and we're both going, what? What? But it's right here. Yep. That they're right near all these people speaking English the other way. Like, how? Yep. It's the mountains? It's just, no, it's just, I, I think they do it to be difficult. Oh. <laughs> I really do. I really think the Scots do it just to upset others. Like, because, like, when you say, excuse me, what did you say? They can soften up their accent, but they don't. They double down. Uh, You're not paying attention. I am. I'm just reading about Eric Trump thinks the shutdown is a good thing for us. Sorry. Um, also, facts about Scotland. Only country in the world where Coca-Cola doesn't sell the most. What sells the most? Iron Brew. What's Iron? Iron Brew is a soda? Iron, a sweet drink? Iron Brew is a soda. What is it? Ah, uh, we'll have a couple of Iron Brews when we're up there. Are they good? I don't think so, but... <laughs> but uh, What's wrong with Scotland? <laughs> iron, iron Brews, they have their own soda. They're, they're like, I have a vodka and Iron Brew. And you know Coca-Cola's tried everything to make, because Coca-Cola doesn't no, stop till the No, no, but that's the whole thing. Even the Scots don't enjoy Iron Brew. They're doing it to be difficult. <laughs> you know, you had some drink the other day, Black Currant. Ribena. Ribena's delicious. Yeah. I don't know what a Black I, Currant I have, is. I have Ribena at my home. I ordered it, ordered it in the cordial so I can make it at home. Yeah. A cordial? Cordial, yeah. Nice little... <laughs> oh, it's lovely on a summer's day. I think the pre-mixed Ribena is too strong. I like it watered down a bit. Um, now, other things you'll know about Scotland. I think it's Edinburgh. Oh, no, it's Glasgow. It's Glasgow. Uh, it's the hometown of um, Gordon Ramsay. But he lost his accent. He's Scottish? Yeah. Scottish? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Isn't Craig Ferguson Scottish? Craig Ferguson is Scottish. You can still hear his, but I guess it's... Where's he from? Glasgow or Edinburgh? Is that only two cities? Basically, yeah, I think he is from Glasgow. Um, Craig he's Ferdinand. lost it. It's not a stick, I would say, right? Uh, he still sounds Scottish. Sean Connery's from Edinburgh. Isn't Shrek from Scotland? Now, here we go. Here Where's we Shrek go. from? I want to talk about Shrek. I want to talk about all the different Me Too things that have gone. Where's on. Shrek from? Shrek's from Scotland, but it's Mike okay. Myers. Okay. Anyway, 
I want to talk about all the different things that have gone on. Now, Are we all, the, all the actors that... No, this is... We're keeping it in this realm. Okay. All the actors have gone down. Somehow, Sean Connery hasn't been affected. All the James Bonds. No, but I, I do a joke about all the James Bonds. I'm just talking about Sean Connery. There's video footage of Shane, Sean Connery on YouTube. You can look it up. You can look it up. Where well, they're going to have to if, if we're going to air this. So, yeah. No, people, no yeah. you can check. I'm not making this up. Yeah. Where Sean Connery just admits to slapping women. What? <laughs> he just in an interview. I think I think he's not even he didn't even bring it up. He just goes, "Ah, oh, sometimes you have to slap a woman. You have to just give him a firm hit across the face." Like he says something on these lines. So check this up. Okay. And then he goes, "Cause this is the thing with women. Sometimes they just won't let it go." Or he says something along that lines. Wow. And this is an interview. And this is an interview from the 1980s. And he kept working, and he could he could be back in films tomorrow. No one would give a shit. Yeah, he's probably done with films at this point. But no, I think he, I think he's retired because he's that might be part of film. that might be part of it though. It's like he's like not doing anything anymore. No, I, you don't think? Yeah, because there's got to be other stories. There's got to be stories. He's been married for a long time. He used to cheat on his wife loads allegedly. There's there's, a, there's an old fashioned there's an old story about Sean Connery about about he, uh, is this on YouTube? This is a myth. This is a pub story. Okay. So I am neither saying this story is 100% correct or 100% wrong, but I've been told this story. Scottish tale. This is just a ye olde tale. I don't know how to speak Scottish. Anyway, so <laughs> let's. Uh, he's up at St Andrews, famous golf club. In Scotland. Scotland, where golf was invented. They hate Trump, though. <clears throat> so he's up in St Andrews, playing golf. He's there with some executives, let's say from the BBC. And he's up there with these executives, and uh, and they're all fucking. They get to the ninth hole, and uh, they're trying to get fucking Sean to do the voice of this animal planet or whatever and narrate something, and go. Oh, since time has begun, you know he was the original casting of Gandalf, and then turned it down in the end. Really? Yep. He would have been good too, but you know. Yep. What's his face? Yeah. His name? Yeah. Okay, uh, that old guy. <laughs> yeah. Not Christopher Palmer, there, the other guy. There's going to be some stuff come out about him one day. Oh, boy. Oh. Allegedly. Oh, I, I know a story. Anyway. <laughs> story, story. I do a story about one of our writers. And uh, Gandalf. Anyway. One of our writers? Yes, one of our writers on our show, Gandalf took a shine to him at the Edinburgh Festival in a bar one time. Ooh, I can guess which one. Yes. Because he... Yes. He's a cute lass. Ian McKellen. <laughs> Ian McKellen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian McKellen. And and I think my friend may have said something to him when he was being hit on by Ian McKellen. Mm. None shall pass. And then everything was fine. <laughs> you shall not yeah, but, get in his pants. But I, but I think I think Ian McKellen was pushing the issue a little harder than he should have. Anyway. Um so so uh Sean Connery. Uh, is up at St Andrews playing golf they're trying to convince him to narrate something on TV and they get to the ninth hole and as boys do locker room talk oh yeah oh yeah and they all start talking about girls they've had sex with and Ian's eating and then one of the young executives goes so uh, no Ian uh, Sean's in he goes he goes Sean sure you must have fucked a few girls in your day who, who have been some of your conquests and Sean stands up clears his throat <clears throat> and walks away and the older executive went you fucking idiot Sean fucking Connery that's Sir Sean Connery you fucking moron he's been married for 60 fucking years who asked Sean Connery who the fuck he's fucked 
right? And then Sean comes back to the table and goes, sorry about that, bit of indigestion. Ursula Andrews in the ass. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that's the story I've heard. Yeah, there's a... That could just be a myth, though. Yeah, well, we'll see what the lawyers say again. We'll have to edit it. Well, see, I don't know. Anyway, Lots of sheep around here. Um, anyway, there is there is footage somewhere of Sean Connery saying that he slaps women around. Yeah, when, I think I remember actually seeing that, too. Yeah, that, yeah. no problem. He yeah. did it on TV. But I think it's because... He, he looks indignant. Yeah, let's say he he came back to play James Bond again, which he's too old, he wouldn't do it. But let's say if he's in that realm, that, I think that, that stuff would start to come to surface, though. I think, I think he, it's a part of like he's old, he's not acting like what's because a lot of it is take you know is people. That is what are, can you get from these people? Yeah, yeah. yeah or or what can you take away from? Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, he's retired, but uh, yeah, I think old Sean. There'd be some me too's. Yeah, I mean, if he just admits to slapping women. But all the bonds probably. Oh well, the old school bonds, you would think. Mm, uh, Timothy Dalton wouldn't. Lazenby. Oh, Lazenby, one hundred percent. Lazenby would be like, I did it. Yeah, Lazenby's like, oh, someone wants to interview me. <laughs> George Lazenby played my father in Legit. And, uh, yeah, George has some stories, I'm sure. <laughs> He's got a lot of... I don't, I've, I've visually seen George get up to no good. Where I've gone, George, get back in your trailer. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, well, I think that's good. Roger Moore wouldn't have. Huh? Roger Moore. Why, because he was so dignified as James Bond? He would have just, oh, can I open the door for you? And I'm going to raise one eyebrow. Wah, 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 wah. He would have yeah. done that stuff. Is Daniel Craig done? Um, one more. He's like, one more? He can have one. Okay, who do you want the next James Bond? Who do I want the next James yeah. Bond? I reckon it'll be, what's his name? Albert. Albert, Albert what's Idris Elba? Uh, Idris That's Elba. That's what they're saying, yeah. He's, uh, because, yeah, the, and there was a the whole thing. You can't make James Bond black. Why, what, why is that Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? Paul Feig's going to direct the movie, and it's going to be, uh... A woman? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Jamie Bond. James. James Bond. My father called me James because, you know, he was about equal naming. And then, so if there was a female James Bond, would they have sex with people to get information? Um... <laughs> No, be, their job would be much easier. <laughs> no, they'd be well, like, "Hey, do you want to have sex?" Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How they would do it is they'd, they'd marry someone and then <laughs> and then take half the money. Just, uh, just use to, the money to just get to the ruin the company. <laughs> just to take down whatever their skull island they lived on. Yeah, they, they wouldn't even have to dress. She wouldn't even have to dress nice. Just come down in his pajamas. Like, all right, come in, we're gonna have sex. I'm gonna get some. some I got some, some information. Yeah. Guys are not very uh, discerning, is what we're trying yes, to say. Yes, and, and you can go down and you can go see Q and what gadgets have you got for me? Ah, well, we've got this thing here. It's not really a, ga a gadget as much. It's an emotion. If you start crying, these guys will admit to anything. <laughs> Just start crying. Yeah, yeah, it's something you spray in your eyes to yeah. make yourself cry. Just start crying halfway through an argument. The guy will crumble. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Let me buy you something right now. <laughs> Here's, uh, the, here's the documents you wanted. <laughs> and here's some jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Here's some jewelry. Don't do anything. <laughs> Please don't cry. <laughs> uh, it'll, be, it'll be an emotional roller coaster, those movies. Yes, yes. Do, but, yeah. And here's how you get information out of women. We have an emotion called catty. <laughs> yeah, that would be tougher. That's that's how you would have to do it. Like, the main villain would be another another female. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah female cry. James Bond, yeah, she yeah, just yeah. fucking... Like offers sex and then just fucking gets through the whole building. Yeah, yeah, she thinks it's easy. The whole fight. 
she a gets up there, swivel chair, turns around. Yeah. It's a girl with a little dog on her lap. Ah, uh, yeah, she's done. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Paris Hilton yeah. with a little she dog. Just it's starts, not, she's just it's not a man with a bald cat. Yeah, yeah. She starts berating her outfit. <laughs> you look fatter than I thought you'd look. <laughs> what? She starts crying. It's not going to work on me. <laughs> I can do the same thing. She starts crying just to show her she can cry. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one. Who would you say is direct again? Paul Feig. Uh, Paul Feig, yeah. Paul, uh, Paul Feig's going to come in directly. This is fun. not sensitive. The Women's March was yesterday, Jim, and we're just kidding around about I'm it. I'm fucking, I'm just making James know, Bond a woman. I'm being sarcastic. Being sarcastic. Ocean's Nine. Looking forward to it. Big uh, fan. Are you? No. Oh, okay. But I didn't look forward to Ocean's 13, so it's okay. You're not in the Ocean's? You didn't like Ocean's 11? I loved Ocean's 11. But you, Ocean's 12, everyone panned, the, the critics. Yeah. Said, I didn't mind it, but I get, you know, but Ocean's 13. You know what the like, bad bit was? The bad bit was when they uh, made Julia. was at, as Ocean 13. When they made Julia Roberts' character act like she was Julia Roberts. Like they went, hey. Yeah, yeah. You look a bit like Julia Roberts. And she's like, I can't see it. Uh, and it's like. Yeah, that was a big problem. You know what happened? I felt like some of the A-list movie stars had some say in the script, and we shouldn't let them think. Yeah, because then there's that whole scene where Bruce Willis sees her, and then he goes along. That's the whole thing. Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis, and goes, "Yeah, you're right. That was bad. That was That's stupid. That was bad. Okay, but Ocean Thirteen was. And bad. also, it was all about a fucking Fabergé egg. Yeah, it's whenever you buy. Blame Eddie Izzard. Why? What did he do? He was in the movie. Oh yeah, fuck. What's yeah. Izzard been up to? I feel like he stopped acting a bit. What's he been? Uh, I don't know. I think he's been in some things. I could look it up. I got a phone right here. Got plane right here. Fine, fine, fine. If you can find the clip of Sean Connery admitting to hitting women. Okay. Look that up. You gotta keep talking while I look that well, up. Well, we can make a little edit here. Oh yeah. Please pause for cocaine. Movie magic. Sean Connery slapping a woman. I didn't even have to put that in. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Now, I, like, like, because I want to have exact, like, the exact quote. I don't want to misquote him on this. Hold up, oh. microphone. Oh, it's it's Barbara Walters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. He's very unapologetic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it here. We'll see if we're allowed to play it. But you know, we'll see. Okay, here we go. You did an interview in which you said. It's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't I, love that. I haven't changed my opinion. You haven't? No. Not at all. You think it's good to slap a woman? No, I don't think it's good. You I don't think, think it's bad, though? I don't think it's that bad. I think that it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. And what would merit it? Well, if you have tried everything else... And women are pretty good at this. They, they can't leave it alone. Yeah? They don't they want to have the, the, the last word, and you give them the last, last word, but they're not happy with the last word. They want to say it again and, and get into a really provocative situation. Then I think it's absolutely right. What would... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in this particular video, they had him slap Barbara Walters at the end. That's what that was. Right. That wasn't real, goes, that part. They go, so you said it's good to slap a woman with an open hand. Yes, and I haven't changed my opinion That's on that. That's fucking crazy. I thought it was just like going to be a clip of him like walking down the street. That was Barbara Walters. That was Barbara Walters. 
<laughs> and, and he's like, women are very good at this. You give them the last word and then they keep going. Now, I'm with you there, Sean. I'm with you on that one. Wow, but, that you, is incredible. You, that's where you walk out of the room and you get into your car and you drive over to your mate's house. Yeah. You don't wow. have to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That like, is crazy. When you've exhausted every other option. When you've exhausted every other option. That is crazy. Yeah, I, I it just... It's got to be he's old and he's not doing anything otherwise. Like that's that clip would be should be circulating. The that internet. was shown in the nineteen eighties, yeah. and that that's from a clip from before he did uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, he looks young there. Barbara Walters is young. Like yeah, yeah, that's a while ago. Yeah, yeah that's can, Steven Spielberg going. I'll still cast that guy. I'll tell you, it says it doesn't say where it's from, but it's got to be. Even from the way the footage looks, it's got to, I don't even know. It's its a long, it's at least 20 years ago, maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eddie Izzard. He is currently, or he just did the Lego Man Batman movie. <laughs> oh, he had a voice in that. Oh, Voldemort. yeah, yeah. He does a lot of voiceover stuff. He does a lot of voiceover stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't does, like to act in comedies, but he does voiceover in comedies. Victoria and Abdul, and then he's got some upcoming projects that call back. I like him. I like him too. He has one of the, the that stand-up bit about Star Wars, the Death Star Cantina. The canteen. The canteen. He's so the, political. The everything. And that's like if you haven't heard that ever. Eddie Izzard. Can I have the penne areata? The Star Wars. I could kill you with my mind. Yeah, the Death Star Cantina is a hilarious bit. You Boom. know who this is? Ted Vader. Yeah, no, no, Jeff Vader. Jeff Vader. Jeff Vader. I'm Darth Vader, <laughs> the Darth Lord. This is Darth Vader's brother, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. listen to him. All right. My tray is wet. We've been doing this an hour. Um, yeah, so what did we learn? Scotland. We learned we got him to Scotland. We just learned like they, they like to stir some shit. That uh, Sean Connery's a slapper. He's a slapper. And it sounds like he hasn't slept once. I'll tell you that what we learned is, I would say from this podcast, is we need to, there needs to be a channel. And I know someone would say C-SPAN, but it's not a news channel. There needs to be a news channel in the United States that there's absolutely no opinions on. It's just news. I would love to watch that because I've been enjoying the news again here. Like just learning shit. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm learning about and, stuff. And you think that there's certain people who are more credible than others and more of this. I, it's almost like being credible in the news is not giving your opinion. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like now you just, who do you like's opinion is what you watch. And that's not news. Yeah. Watching Hannity isn't news. Hannity is just a guy giving his opinion. Watching, uh, what's his name? The guy who does news, the gay guy, white hair. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper isn't news. Guy yeah. giving opinions. Because even the best ones on, on either of the networks, they're still creeps in what they think. They creep in what, what they, they think. They bring think, on yeah. panelists. And occasionally, like, they're, they're, they're interviewing someone and they're like this. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. They let their emotions come in and they're like, are you serious? And there's an argument. And then it goes on Facebook. Jake Tapper owns blee blah 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 it's like yeah, yeah. Fox News anchor destroys Democrat destroys argument yeah. in 30 seconds yeah it's like and, and then you like, watch it and it's like lame and it's like those interviews shouldn't even be happening people they should not even be happening because they should happen on a show like mine because we're just blatantly we're, you have we're, those shows you have comedy. You can have on those, those networks shows. you're like here's you, you tune in late night we're gonna have all of our opinions and yeah you can have and also Bill Maher does it with the debates and all that type of stuff with everything because I gotta tell you it's like obviously you don't want to be like oh dumb people think this like I I, I I start getting used to it. When I started watching news over here, I was like, oh, this seems weird. I'm like, oh, this is normal. This is how it should be back to normal, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. So, all right. Uh, this, I guess, will be coming out in a day or two. So, 
Thanks again for listening. If you guys haven't subscribed already, subscribe to our podcast and rate us. And you can iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know all this shit we're supposed to say. I think that's it. Anything else you want to say, Jim? Good night, America. Keep it